All right, without further ado, here is Neptune. You know what? You say it. <laughs> Do you want me to rhyme it like that? Oh, I didn't realize it was going to. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Three, Two, One Lay On Podcast, next level nerds podcast about live action role play. On our show, we try to learn as much as we can about LARP, but sometimes we go crazy, do other things. It's our show; we can do what we want. But anyway, so we're, Greg, yeah, we're gonna bring you another character portrait, as we're calling them. Today is Evan's character at Frontier Dawn, Neptune Le Bleu. Hello. <laughs> That's not his voice. No, that's not his voice at all. I think I talked about this at one point. Like, I'll, I randomly came up with his name. At one point, I wanted him to be French. Oh. <laughs> so I came up with the last name, Le Bleu. And I, I like it. ditched the French part, but I kept the last name because I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. You had a couple names because I remember you saying, you asking me which one. I don't remember what the other one was, though. Well, originally, it was just... Oh, Sac Le Bleu. <laughs> Jacques Le Bleu. Jacques Le Bleu. That's where I got it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was too too gimmicky, corny. Yeah. Um, it's a good NPC name or something, but not your character. Right. It's like uh, you can't it, name your wizard Merlin. Exactly. Or uh, Bob. He does have blue scales, so. Right. That's why it fits well. And so, yeah, Neptune is a wormkin uh, who... For quick description, is part dragon, part human. Unless you want me to give more description. <laughs> no, that's good. It's not uh, quite like Dragonborn. It's a little more human than that. Right. right. To Much just more clarify. human, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they have scales on their forehead, and I imagine it's a little more like down the like neck, shoulders, little arms, maybe back. And then they have one appendage of your choosing. So most people do horns because it's the easiest, but you can do wings, tail, uh, ear tips. Yeah, that's the only one. And I think the only person I can remember doing that is Tiffany. So yeah. she has small horns and things on her ears, which are cool. Nice. And you're a healer. I'm a healer, a spirit user, uh, the OG Sonus user, according to <laughs> at least one person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I really just wanted to play my drum and do something, uh, and this was the perfect opportunity. Yeah. So he's a bard, and a few years ago I had, was Captain Hook for Halloween, so I had fairly decent pirate costume already made, so I decided to reuse that for LARP, and so the uh, pirate nation, I guess in our game is the White Cloud Republic, which is a band of pirates that decided to stop fighting each other and work together and have a little more order than just a bunch of marauding ne'er-do-wells. Yeah, scallywags. Basically. Again, short description. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I mean, I think I said this last time, if you really want all the lore, it's on FrontierDonLarp.com. I mean, you should, because it's awesome. It's really well thought out. So yeah, that's how uh, Neptune was born, basically. Beautiful. I don't remember if it was a requirement or not, but we guess we decided to make backstories. And yeah, I think it was encouraged. Like They had a form on the website, and then eventually they offered incentives like, 
extra points. Right. Um, and it was required once they introduced the higher lists, which we call titles. Oh, right. That if you wanted one of those, there were skill requirements you had to have in-game, and yes, I had to submit a backstory. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't have like a real motivation for Neptune when he came in. Like He wanted to come in and heal people, and that was about it. Like <laughs> Not right. even so much that. He just wanted to be helping. And healing was a pretty easy way to do that. And the Sonus tree, if you will, mm-hmm. is set up to do that. So, right. Yeah, we were just happy to LARP. <laughs> Basically. We didn't need any more motivation than that. <laughs> so so sort of figure it out as you go. Yeah. When I started getting, you know, a little higher up, um, and then they came out with these higher lists, there is a seeker of the song, and that refers to the world song, which is uh, was kind of like a little hidden gem to me. Like, you almost had to be searching for it to find it, like, in the lore. Like, it's only... It, I don't know about right now, but a while ago, it was only mentioned once in, like, any rule book. Not in, even in the rule book. It was in something to do with the spirit on the website somewhere. Okay. It just mentions... Maybe it does say in the rule book now. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but I think on the website there's like a lore for the different sources spirit. or something or kinds of magic right. at some point. And it says there's a theme that all Sonus users can hear. And I don't even know if it says it's the world song or not. To uh, be honest. It's a spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I remember when I first found out about this and was seeking out information like almost no one had it <laughs> and when i brought it up to people like thinking people knew what it was like no one knew what it was like it was pertaining <laughs> to things that were going on like at that event because it's connected to everything like i had a bit of insight to things and mm. like people are like wait what are you talking about <laughs> back up step <laughs> that's funny and i think i'm almost certain now most people at least have heard of it because it came uh a little more in the spotlight at the end of last year. All right. And I knew because you'd tell me about what was going on. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, it's really cool in my opinion. And uh, I think this year, I mean, fingers crossed, I guess, it's going to be a big deal. Yeah. Yeah, and it's cool. Um, uh, you know, we haven't played a ton of LARPs, but a lot of them usually have a bard kind of class, but it's not kind of as... It feels very integrated, like it's just as cool or important as the like kind of cleric, deity focused kind of holy spiritual healing and the nature druid kind of thing. You know, it's not just like kind of a, you know, the bard's usually kind of a multi-class or whatever. Um, like they can do, you know, pretty much most of the same spells and they do a lot of cool things on their own. Um, yeah. And we, I think, maybe I believe it's somewhere in the podcast <laughs> that they talked about that when they developed it because a lot of the staff especially are have backgrounds in music and music's really important to them and they grew up playing music and stuff so it became it was a bit more like there's a bit more substance to it than your average yeah, game I think, uh, like 90 if not 100% of the staff are musicians <laughs> <laughs> yeah so lucky for us yeah, so when I was writing this, um, there's a couple of things I wrote into my backstory that are real life things. Well, sort of real life. Some real life, some not. 
<laughs> the captain is my old Warcraft character's name, and his ship is Silvermoon, which is the Blood Elf capital in Warcraft. But I just thought it sounded like a cool name for a ship, too. Yeah. And I, uh, I just came up with some random captain, because I didn't want to use one that would existed in the White Cloud lore, because I didn't want to say, oh yeah, he, he, find, he or she found me, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it felt like it was less intrusive, I, I guess, to make up my own than to use an existing. Right. <laughs> but now, knowing the staff, I'm sure anything I came up with would have been fine. <laughs> Right, and then uh, the friend that I talk about in my backstory was a real life friend of mine that actually passed away, and his mother gave me one of his drums that I used at the events. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, it's kind of the same deal. Like, you know, I, it's probably one of, if not my most prized possession. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, having a, a his, and it's the same name, his name is Danny, having that is really important to me. And so it's also important to Neptune. Right. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I think you sent it to me when I read it. That was a nice little, you know, way to honor Danny. Yeah, and he was well big on story. D&D and loved adventure. Yeah. He could probably have gone LARPing with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that would be fun. Maybe. <laughs> you know, he's like to play, play by the rules, but made his own rules at the same time. Right. But he always got away with it with his charm. Exactly. And he's always well-intended. Yes. All right, without further ado, here is Neptune the Blue. So you've come to hear the tale true of our hero, the pirate, the bard, Neptune Le Blue. It's one of adventure, sorrow, and glory. So sit tight and enjoy the story. Greetings! I am Neptune Le Blue, born of Nadelli the songstress. I love songs and social engagements. I left my home of Titananoa by Asmaroa in search of adventure. Something called me away from the island, as if a force gently pulled on me until finally I left my home. My wanderlust, or whatever it was, drove me to build a raft and set forth for the mainland to find what journey awaits me. However, it seemed that fate was as eager as I, for my new life at adventure started even before I reached the shore. While on the water to the mainland, I was captured by pirates led by Captain Zandal. Knowing the rarity of encountering a wormkin, the captain decided to keep me aboard his ship, the Silvermoon, hoping I was an omen of good fortune. Captain Zandal and his crew were a group of treasure seekers, traders as part of the White Cloud Republic. They were mostly explorers, but no strangers to the adversities of the high seas and could stand their own in a fight. Looking at it as an opportunity to see the world, and perhaps also having no say in the matter, I accepted my lot and began my life on the open seas. I learned many things while adjusting to my life on the Silver Moon, fencing, fighting, whatever anyone would teach me. However, I found my most fulfilling purpose on the ship to be a spirit lifter, 
rousing the crew with song and story. I encouraged the ship before an exploit, led them in a drinking song, and roared them into battle when needed. While aboard the Silver Moon, I became close friends with another crew member named Don Mazanti, or Danny as I called him. He was smaller than most of the other pirates, perhaps the smallest human I had ever seen, but he had a spirit like no one I had ever met before. Danny always had a smile on his face, and he knew how to put one on everyone else's. We bonded over our love of music. Danny's father taught him to play the drum before he left his home and was quite talented at it. Being a son of the songstress, I took to the drums just as well, and the two of us could entertain the crew for hours with our songs and rhythms. Another love Danny and I shared was adventure. We talked at length about the quests and journeys we might someday go on once the pirate's life was no longer for us. On our most fateful adventure, Danny and I discovered a mystical drum said to be imbued with the power to heal others. We first heard of this legendary drum from the natives of the Isles of the White Cloud Republic and searched the islands every time our ship returned to port. After several fruitless journeys, we finally found our prize. Though the drum had a beautiful tone that rang out gloriously, we were unable to heal anyone with our music. While disappointed in the false legends, we decided to keep the drum for its mundane, though masterfully crafted purpose. Sadly, this would be the last adventure I would share with Danny. Unknown to anyone, Danny suffered from a rare heart disease. Any day could have been his last, which is why he lived the way he did. Shortly after the drum's discovery, Danny's time in this world would come to an end. He left a letter for me stating that the time we had spent together meant the world to him, and he could not have asked for a better friend. He asked me to keep the drum with me on the rest of my travels as a reminder of our adventures. Of course, I was heartbroken for the loss of my friend. I did not leave my sleeping quarters for many days. At Danny's funeral, I decided to take up the drum and play in memory of my friend. As the solemn rhythm filled the night sky, a song seemed to surround me, a subtle but powerful song. Unknown to me, but somehow familiar. It sounded as if I had been playing the song without even knowing. It flowed with the waves of the water, danced with the birds of the sky, and beat with the hearts of everyone around me. All of a sudden, Danny's spirit appeared before those gathered. While I was shocked to see my friend materialize before me, I felt compelled to keep playing. My beat became faster and more uplifting as did the song that only I seemed to hear. Then, a familiar smile showed on Danny's face. Danny's spirit shone brightly and then flew towards me into the drum. The crew around me could feel the music from the drum starting to heal their wounds that they had suffered. It seemed that Danny's spirit had unlocked the magic of the drum, and perhaps something else inside me, and granted me the ability to heal those around me. I smiled for the first time since my friend had passed, and I knew he would always be with me.
Having my spirit renewed, I decided to set out on more adventures like Danny and I had always planned on doing. Ever since the funeral, I heard that mysterious song, both in my head and around me at unexpected times, but also in perfect harmony with the world around me. It seemed to be leading me somewhere once again. At the first port I arrived at, there was a buzz of a new continent that had been discovered and a charter that had already been sent to settle and explore it. Once I heard this news, there was a crescendo in the song like I had not yet experienced, and I knew I had to go. But of course, there are safety in numbers, I decided to put the word out for any like-minded adventurers headed for the new land and we could band together. Maybe we'll even give ourselves a name of sorts. Who knows what adventures await. Now you have heard the story so far, he is off to face dangers known and bizarre. Hoping to make a difference with his new company, the Iron Wolf set sail for Port Harmon. Cool, thanks for doing it, Evan. It's a fun story, and Neptune's a cool character, in my opinion. He's okay. And uh, we'll probably do at least one or two more of these. Um, if anybody would like to record their own and send it to us or something like that, we could work something out like that. Be kind of a cool show to do or a collage of them or whatever. Just probably the Facebook page, best way to get a hold of us. But you've been listening to Next Level Nerds LARP Podcast 321 Leon. You can find all of our other shows. Just search Next Level Nerd anywhere online. You'll find our TV show, Sugar Frosted Serial, movie show, the Next Level Nerd movie podcast, and our gaming show, the Nerd Herds Gaming Podcast. Our comic book show, Beyond the Multiverse. And, and maybe more to come. Who knows? <laughs> Thanks for listening, and until next time, LARP enthusiast, remember to spread the word, spread the nerd. Captain Zandal and his crew were a group of treasure seekers. Traitors as part of the White Crown... Fuck, I knew I was going to fuck that up. <laughs> Captain Zandal and his crew were a group of treasure seekers. Traitors as part of the White Crown... I cannot say that. You just start on White Cloud Republic. <clears throat> White Cloud Republic. They were mostly explorers. Dude, again, no you said Republic weird. <laughs> why I wanted a director. <clears throat> White White God. White Cloud White Cloud Republic. Okay. White Cloud Republic. <laughs>